0: when i walk inside the club and they think I'm a punk yo what's good everybody this is your boy C Money from the Victorious Sports Podcast and we are back with yet another episode and we're covering a few things a couple of ways to uh, end our summer strong uh that happened over this past weekend with NXT takeover Toronto and SummerSlam on Sunday, which was also a, another heater. I mean, WWE was throwing nothing but heat over this weekend. <clears throat> um, I had a, a couple people, uh, I talked to uh, my man Greedy. He was telling me that he had predicted that, um, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Undisputed Era was going to run away with all the gold. Adam Cole predicted that they were going to be draped in all the gold by the end of the evening. And to tell you what, um, unfortunately that didn't (laughs) happen. Uh, If you had seen it, uh, if you haven't, spoiler alert, don't listen to a podcast after it's already come out. That makes no sense. Um, But let's go over first. I want to just say this was a five-star pay view from top to bottom uh, my favorite match we're going to talk about in a little bit I think was the most underrated match and it wasn't even a title match and I honestly think they stole the show uh, but first we we get into um, the NXT Tag Team Championships the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly Bobby Fish Kyle O'Reilly are already two-time tag team champions street profits defending their championships first off just coming out of the bat like my boy greedy pointed out that how are the champs going to come out first and have undisputed era come out second the disrespect to the champs making them come out first and not even coming out second was just despicable to me and that shows no respect and my man greedy right there said oh you know what that means That's one down already. Sorry, I had to take a a sip of water for the drink for the working man. And when he's talking about he's like, Okay, if they're coming out first, that means I mean they gotta be losing the belts And I wasn't all the way there with him, but I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When they came out, I was like, Oh man, this isn't looking too good. But a back and forth grueling match just the Street Profits never they they haven't they've raised their bar every time that they've had a match and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly were the perfect team to have them go against and have them lead that match and they just sold everything so well the match was great the commentary was phenomenal by Morrow um but at the end of the day, the Street Profits are the ones who leave uh, with the Tag Team Championships and they weren't going to be stopped. And I was just so happy for that. Uh, what else did we have? I mean, can I say also that Montez Ford is probably the the most charismatic charismatic person that that I think has come out of there minus the Velveteen Dream in quite a long time. Um, I don't know about Angelo Dawkins. He's been there for a while. He's definitely in the muscle. He seems like he's the more comfortable one just because it seems like uh, Montez Ford gets a little, little excited over times. But Street Profits came out on top, and they showed up, and they showed out. Red Cups up, y'all. The match after that was Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae, a.k.a. Mrs. Gargano, and this was my favorite match of the night. These girls brought it. Hard hitting. There was nothing you could say but instant classic. This match was, I mean, I'll give the NXT Tag Team Championship match a B plus. This gets an A, A plus, no doubt, no doubt, five star match. And you didn't expect this coming from Io Shirai or coming from Candice LeRae, but Io comes out and she's like, I don't know, she changed up her gimmick. She's just like this, like techie, like. I don't know, like, punkish goth girl. I don't know what she's supposed to be. But her wrestling hasn't changed. It's only gotten better. And Candice LeRae, the way she wrestles out there, she wrestles just like Johnny Gargano. She's just hard on her sleeve, balls to the wall, ready to go and get it and steal the show every single time that she comes out. And no one can stop her. She's These two girls... I think, outshined the Women's Tag Team Championship match, if you if you ask me. And outshined maybe even their first match. There was usually in NXT, that first match that opens the show is a banger. And then the second match is like, it's like a roller coaster. They take you up, and then they drop you down. And they take you up, and they drop you down. And then they take you up, and they crescendo back down. But there was none of that. It was consistent the entire pay-per-view, and these girls proved it. I mean, Io Shirai hits an insane avalanche Spanish fly and crushes, crushes Candice LeRae. Um, Io Shirai proved to me that she is a bona fide star. Now, sorry, I'm going to scratch my beard. Now, the only issue with this is We all know how Vince is with his international stars. I mean, I don't get it. He just doesn't know how to put them over. This is the whole point of a manager. For a mouthpiece. If they can't talk or perhaps don't even speak the language, why are you not using them as a mouthpiece? I don't get it. They're doing it with... With a uh, uh, with Paige on SmackDown, with Kyrie Sane and Oscar, why aren't they doing this for Io? So that's the only gripe I have about it is I'm excited for, her, but I'm scared that she's oh, that's a beast, a guard dog. I'm excited for, her, but I'm nervous at the same time that they won't know what to do with her when she gets to the main roster because they're going to expect her to talk. And if she can't talk, she's going to drown. Following that A1 match that Io and Candice LeRae put on, we have Matt Riddle and Killian Dane are brawling between the match of um, the uh, North American Championship and this match with Io Shirai and, and Candice LeRae. And Riddle and Killian Dane are battling in the ring, outside the ring, up the ramp. And uh, Matt Riddle jumps on Killian's back. He's trying to choke him out. Killian's banging and ramming him into the uh, the LED board. Still can't shake him off. Finally takes one big swing and swings him off of him. But then uh, as Killian gets up, Matt Riddle runs and... uh, I'm sorry, Killian runs and dives... Um, like clotheslines, Matt Riddle right off of the stage and right through a table, and he also takes a stagehand down with him. <laughs> the stagehand was actually in between the both of them, so he probably got the worst of it. But um, more to come with Matt Riddle and Killian Dane. Um, their feud is is just sparking up, and I'm glad that they sent Killian back down because they weren't doing anything with him on the main roster. They broke up Sanity, which makes no sense to me at all. Um, They broke up Sanity Eric Young still in the main roster Don't know what he's doing Uh, uh, Eric Wolf uh, Alexander Wolf He's gone from the company They cut him And then they sent Killian back down to NXT And I think that's a wise move by them You have to remember WWE announced that NXT is going live Two hours On FS1 And I think they're doing that to compete with AEW Head to head Banger for banger so, Ted, Uncle Ted, he won't, he won't go away with that, that rest, that wrestling. He's just pesky, ready to get under Vince's skin if it'll kill him. Um, but they need more stars in NXT. I hope they don't bring up a lot of people between now and WrestleMania because this is going to be a make or break for them. You have Velveteen Dream as a bona fide star. Adam Cole, star. You got Pete Dunn you can bring over from UK. You got Walter over who you can bring over from the UK. Now you have Killian Dane down there. Big man. And you know that's gonna give them new heels. That's not including the people that they're gonna bring in between now and then them in October uh going live. So this is gonna see who's gonna show out and show up. For the women you got Bianca Belair sitting there. You got Mia Yim sitting there itching and clawing. So we're going to see what happens with this. All right. Up next, North American Championship. You got your champion, The Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, and Roderick Strong. Now, this match was nothing but classic I don't know. I may have to watch this pay per view back. I don't know if I have the time, but I'm definitely gonna do it. Um, it was just so good. I couldn't get enough of it. There was not one bad match. It was fantastic. Um, the dream hit his dream uh dream valley driver on Pete Dunn, and then he threw um only for uh, uh Roddy to toss him over the top rope and. As Roddy uh tosses him over uh, the rope uh the the dream um he jumps back into the ring and then hits the purple rainmaker on Roddy and then pins Pete done <laughs> and one two three uh your boy is uh Velveteen Dream still your NXT North American champion and by God he better be going into this this fall season and them getting on, w, uh, on FS1, they're going to need all the stars they can to prove that this is the A1 show and everyone down there all they want to do is steal the show they don't want to just top the main roster, they want to top each other and when you have people that are hungry like that shoot, you know what they say sky's the limit up next is your women's championship Shayna Baszler Versus Mia Yim, the Blazing Asian, the Blazing whatever she calls herself, um, all types of scrumptious. Not gonna lie, Shayna Baszler's character is badass, but Shayna's promos and her wrestling skills still aren't that badass. She's getting there with her wrestling, but with her promos, she can't speak a lick. And it's disappointing because she is one thing away from from being on the main roster. I think that's why they haven't put her on the main roster yet. She can do everything but talk. And she's not The Undertaker. She's not Aleister Black. She's not the type of people to be quiet and demonic. She She has to speak in order to enforce her will because she's the same size as all these, all these other broads but she's just more technically sound she's smarter she knows she's better but she can't prove that over the microphone by talking and and that's a big thing on this show I mean your first 10-15 minutes of, of every Raw and Smackdown is someone coming out running their mouth this show is going live how is she going to come out and run her mouth if she can't run her mouth Shayna's got to step it up. Luckily, they got HBK down there now. Um, and I know he's been really, really uh, putting a, getting a liking to uh, Adam Cole. And I hope he works with some of the girls, because damn if they don't have some talent down there. Um, Shayna Baszler eventually snatched up the victory by reversing an arm bar into a Kirafuda clutch. I think that's how you're pronouncing it Kirafuda clutch uh before she uh, maneuvers over and transitions into a triangle choke with her legs to force mia to tap mia had nowhere to go now mia's got it all she's got a sweet look she can wrestle she's got experience but this loss i think this loss made her weak a little bit i mean she went 25 minutes with the champ but at the end of the day It makes her look like all the rest. There's Shayna Baszler at the top. And then after that, who do what do you have? Everyone's mid tier. There's no like like right like A one one A one B like players for them. You got Bianca and Mia, okay. And then who do you have under them? A whole flood of of other women. Cause you have to well alright, I take that back. You have Shayna, you have EO, and you have Candice LeRae in a second tier bracket. Your third tier bracket is still Mia Yem. Is still... Or actually, I'll... No, I take that back. Shayna, EO, and Candice LeRae are in the same bracket. And then after that, who do you have? All B-plus players. Not even B-plus. Bs and B-minuses. You have Cs. They're barely getting by. One, it's because we're not seeing a lot of them. Two... They don't showcase any of these girls that are. I don't know what's taking them so long to get ready. I really don't, because this show is about to start now. And if they don't start it, if they don't get like, get these girls ready, they're not going to have any women showing out on live TV for a while because they're just going to have Shayna go up against. I don't know. Are they going to bring someone back down from in from the main roster and send them against Shayna? I don't know what they're going to do, but I hope they do something quick. And I think we have that women's tournament coming up soon. So maybe they'll have new girls for that. Maybe they bring some girls over from the NXT uh, UK. Who knows? Alright. Last but not least. Your NXT championship. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match. A one. Okay? A one. There's no bathroom breaks in this pay-per-view okay this takeover is is it goes up there with almost a few of their original takeovers with Sasha and and uh Bailey I mean damn two out of three falls match you have Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano battling back and forth but Johnny just loses his temper and he can't handle his emotions and that gets the, the best of him sometimes. We've seen it with him going against Champa. And now we're seeing it go going uh, against Adam Cole, where he just can't handle his emotions. And he does something stupid to cause himself the match. So the first fall, uh, Johnny Gargano uh, gets disqualified because he wants to take a steel chair and go across Adam Cole's body with it. And he just can't help it. So he's all right. He's like, "All right, I'm guess I'm giving I'm giving up the first one." And if he's okay with it, that's all right. Now the second is a street fight. So he's already equipped with the steel chair, and he's ready to go. Um Johnny uh does like a like a suplex onto the uh a steel chair and then Gargano puts Adam Cole on it. Uh, oh no! I'm sorry. Um, bef- before the before that, so they're battling on the outside, and Johnny's throwing in tables. He's throwing in chairs. Adam Cole is getting up, putting a chair in between the turnbuckles. Gargano comes in. Adam's trying to throw him into it, reverses it, kicks him into the turn uh, into one of the turnbuckles on the opposite side of the ring, and then picks up Adam Cole off of the turnbuckle and then throws him into this steel chair that's m- m- like wedged in between the ropes that adam cole set up threw him like a like a lawn dart all right this <laughs> is bullseye okay adam cole gets flung off of that chair falls back down and right into the middle of the ring gargano hits that gargano escape and adam cole had no it's no escape nowhere to roll to nowhere he couldn't use a rope break he had no choice but to tap out the fall number two goes to johnny gargano via submission fall number three which was a special event that one william regal got to pick and um that if it went to three falls of course it was going to go three falls i mean what two out of three doesn't um Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole are looking up, and from out of nowhere, from this curtain that's up in the rafters, come down, and it's a beautiful steel cage that is just scattered with weapons. Nicely placed, by the way. We got barbed wire at the top of the cage, there's a table at the top of the cage, there's uh, kendo sticks. Uh, there, there was um. Uh, did I say steel chairs? There's steel chairs mounted on this thing. There's sledgehammers, okay, on this, and they're all placed nicely. It was great looking, just coming down and like looking at their faces as it was, it was, it was coming down. It was just so good, and uh, they're going back and forth in between this, and Johnny goes to the top of the cage, and he cuts off. He finds some bolt cutters um climbs back up to another part of the cage where he grabs the the barbed wire and he starts to cut around the barbed wire and he takes a piece of barbed wire and he's climbing down as he's climbing down adam cole is running away to the opposite side of the ring and climbing up so he can get away from johnny adam is resting on the top of the cage where the table was set Johnny's chasing him up the up the cage. Johnny chases him up the cage and Johnny uh, Adam's trying to wrestle like the barbed wire out of Adam uh out of Johnny's hand and Gargano grabs uh Adam Cole and they just he just tries to throw him off of the cage and um before they climb the cage I apologize. Johnny Gargano was setting up uh two tables to try um, climb a ladder to put Adam Cole through, but Adam Cole saw that barbed wire and he skedaddled. So he grabs Adam Cole with they're on the top of the cage, on the top of the table, and they fling each other off at the same time and go right through the table. I don't know if you see it, but the barbed wire goes through Adam Cole's back, um, and you can actually see some of the the uh, the uh, razors from the barbed wire in his back. It was nasty. Nasty. Um, Adam rolls over, one, two, three, covers Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole is the only member that leaves with the gold for undisputed era. Now that match again was an A plus. You know the whole show was like that. I'm just gonna say B plus for the women's title match. Uh, everything else gets an A, except for the Io Shirai. That gets a B. That gets an A plus. Tag team, men's tag team too. B plus. So I mean, an average. If I'm out a five, I'm gonna say this was at least a four and a half. Well worth watching, uh, pay per view for sure. Um, it was. <laughs> It was just so good. I mean everyone showed up, showed out, and unfortunately Greedy was wrong. Um The uh Undisputed Era did not walk out with the gold. They weren't draped over at least. Um following that, we have um we have SummerSlam. Summerslam was on Sunday it actually ended a half an hour early but I mean it also started at like 6 I think um, we had Buddy Murphy uh, I'm sorry our, our pre-show matches were uh, Drew Gulak uh, the cruiserweight champion defending against Oney Lorcan and um, Drew Gulak won with his cyclone crash finisher um, and Buddy Murphy defeated Apollo Crews via disqualification in our kickoff show Um, Again we were in Toronto Which was pretty lit Um, Our first match of the night was The women's tag team championship Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross uh, Versus the Iconics Your tag team champions And I thought that was really cool And um, Going back to that um, Going back to to, uh, Later on I guess I can kind of compare it cuz he's on the main roster now, but Alexa Bliss came out cosplaying as oh Johnny Gargano came out cosplaying as Wolverine, which was super cool. Like his whole outfit looked like Wolverine. Alexa shows out on on SummerSlam and she's dressed up um as Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, and she looked super sick. And she even, like, when the match started and the bell rang, she, like, stuck her arm out and pointed at her wrist as if she was shooting a laser at, um, uh, um, oh my god, not Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. It was so good. But I think the Iconics, I mean, they didn't get a lot of shine being the women's tag team champion. And they have been pushing Alexa and Nikki Cross a lot lately. And um, over time, Peyton Royce just got laid out with the right hand in the match. And um, Alexa goes to the top rope, hits the twist of Bliss. One, two, three. Brand new tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. The match was all right. I mean, the best part of the match was definitely Alexa coming out as Buzz Lightyear. Um, following that, we have the Raw Women's Championship, The Man, Becky Lynch versus Natty Neidhart, aka Natalia, in a submission match. And this match was an alright match as well. I mean, it was very emotional. You're in Canada, you have, uh, the man coming out who everyone loves no matter where you are, and then you have the hometown girl, um... With Natty coming out, she's not not her hometown, but her home country. Uh, coming out draped in the Canadian flag, wearing all types of pride, and the crowd pops big time for that because you know they love that. Um, but uh, Natty tried. Um, I'm sorry, Becky tried to disrespect Natty by putting her in a sharpshooter. And Natty would not give up to her her uncle's move, so she eventually got out of it, and she put Becky in the disarmor. and that looked great because I really thought that they were gonna give it to sh- to Natty in her hometown, uh, uh, in her home country of Canada, uh, and, and and in front of everyone there at in Jurassic Park at the uh, wherever the Toronto Raptors play, I forgot what it's called, Nova Scotia Arena, I think, um, but damn if it wasn't a good match eventually um becky rolls out of it she reverses the disarmor puts in her disarmor and stretches natty out and natty has uh no choice but either snap or tap and she tapped so another good match um but the following match brings back some pageantry, some legends okay Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Now the match was short and sweet. Um, it 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 wasn't. Ah, it was more to hype Goldberg than anything. Um, luckily, this just helped Goldberg over time. To he had a really bad main event with the Undertaker in Saudi Arabia, and I think this helped, um, kind of helped. Kind of let us forget about that, because we don't want that to be our last memory of Goldberg. Um, The only bad side is, I mean, you bring back Dolph Ziggler after all this time, and he jobs to Goldberg, that's... Shit. I don't know what to say. It's terrible. I really thought there was no point. But whatever. I understand why they did it. They wanted the biggest... Biggest shit-talker to go ahead and and be shut up and who else is shut him up but Goldberg and that's how we can remember Goldberg um, we have the New Day coming out or they're backstage and they're pumping up Kofi Kingston they're like yo Kofi you know we're in the 6 we're in Toronto Canada and there's only one man that when you hear can't, Toronto that you go ahead and, and put together with And that's Drizzy Drake. And they're like, we got Drake here. He's here to pump you up. What's good? So out of nowhere, Drake Maverick comes up. He's in a costume in a Toronto Raptors jersey looking like one of the ball boys. Um, And he was a little upset that he came out because he was like, so where's our truth? And they're like Biggie and, and and Xavier are looking around like, what do you mean where's our truth? He was like, You told me our truth was gonna be here. That's why I dressed up and came here. Sorry, Kofi. And Kofi's like, Yeah, I'm really disappointed. I thought Drake was gonna come out. And he's like, Don't worry, I'm the real Drizzy. And he gets out of there because he realizes our truth isn't there, so he's a goner. Following that, your United States championship, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Uh, uh, this was a was an all right match. I mean, probably the best match that's happened so far between the the two women's matches and G- the Goldberg match. This is your really first match of the night that had some action to it, which was awesome. And uh, Ricochet came out, and he was cosplaying as like Nightwing, um, which was pretty badass. He's uh, Dick Grayson, the original Robin, um, Nightwing. And it was a really back-and-forth match. You had AJ come out with the original club, um, the OC. And Ricochet was out there by himself. Luckily, the club didn't interfere or anything like that. But Ricochet, he attempted a, a Phoenix Splash from the top. Uh, my mom! Sorry, that was my mom. She's dipping out. Um, hit him with a top rope from the Phoenix Splash. And uh, he was caught in midair. With a Styles Clash. By the phenomenal AJ Styles. And AJ wins. Via the. Uh, uh, the Styles Clash. Then calls in. The OC. And he six them on Ricochet. And they hit him with a magic killer. It was a good match. Cool to see Ricochet come out. In that sweet Nightwing gear. But. Um, well, it's hard when you're comparing things to NXT. It really is. Next up. Your SmackDown Women's Championship. Bayley versus Ember Moon. This was an okay match. Uh, I really didn't expect Ember to win it all. I mean, they've been shutting her down a lot lately. So, it, it is what it is um, with with Ember Moon. She's just lost in the shuffle, I think, right now. And Maybe they give her another shot. But Bayley hit Ember with a Bayley-to-Belly suplex from the second rope. Um... And it looked gorgeous. The way she slammed Ember down, oh my god. The entire crowd popped. That was their biggest pop of the night minus Goldberg coming out. It was so good. That was by far the highlight of that match was was that sweet ba- Bailey to belly Probably her best one she's ever done. It looked great. Um, hopefully we see a replay of that on Raw. Following that, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. The stipulation entering the match was... Owens has to quit WWE if he loses to Shane um, But Shane, you know, Shane, he uh, is a big man And they don't come empty handed So he uh, pulled an old McMahon card out of his sleeve And he's like, well, if this is going to be a fair match I'm going to need a fair referee Special guest referee enforcer on the outside Ladies and gentlemen, Elias sip of water for the working man now KO took out both the Elias and referee with a running senton on the outside after the referee woke up to see uh, KO with a chair in his hand KO waited for the referee to turn his back and then he uh he when um, the ref took the chair out of his hand and went to go put it down and hand it to someone on the outside he turned around and kicked a Shane right the beans. Low blow. Stone Cold ask Hits him with the stunner right after that. One, two, three for the pin and the win. Kevin Owens, who he seems to keep his job for yet another week. So we'll see what happens on SmackDown and see where this picks up. I don't know, are we gonna see any more Shane McMahon anymore? Or is Kevin gonna get a a big push? Are we gonna see him get a title? I don't know. But we're gonna find out on Tuesday. Charlotte Flair Versus Trish Stratus is your next match This match was okay I mean you got Trish coming out She's in Toronto hometown girl Um, And you have the queen And I really thought they were going to give it her Because they were in Toronto I mean why else would they have Trish come back Because when you look at Trish Compared to Charlotte It's almost like looking at at, Like the evolution of Trish What Trish would have been 20 years later it's crazy. Crazy. Um one, I'm pretty sure that Charlotte has at least 80 pounds on Trish. It's not really 60 pounds. On top of that, excuse me, on top of that, she's oh, I don't know, maybe almost a foot taller than Trish. Like she's huge compared to Trish. So, I didn't really see it being believable that Trish would win but at the same time they were in her hometown and why bring her back unless she's really not the queen of queens and that was the whole point of this match was who was the queen of queens and um it was it was kind of tough to watch but she just she just couldn't keep up with Charlotte eventually uh Charlotte applied the figure 8 and it was tapped for for Trish she couldn't handle it and, and she had a good match but it's it just I couldn't see her beating Charlotte it's just too much uh, yet again another decent match I mean so far I'd say it's B's across the board minus the Goldberg match that was kind of trash um, for all the matches um, after the Charlotte match you have our main event. It's or not our main event, our co main event. The WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston versus the Viper. Randy Orton. You no, know, I was super hyped because they've been pumping up this match like Kofi's cut a rack of good promos. And I'm hyped to see Randy Orton, man. Randy Orton's one of my favorite wrestlers. He five years ago, you would have said Randy Orton is probably top five best wrestlers in the world. Like no doubt about it. I mean he's a little older, he's part-time now. He's he's not declining. It's just we don't see as much of him anymore and I mean this the the fact that they pumped up the match so much and it ended on a disqualification which was really upsetting. Um it was it's just disappointing to be totally honest with you. I I I it makes me so upset that they just did all this for what seems like no reason you could have put literally anyone in the spot and they could add a better match Samoa Joe and Roman maybe Daniel O'Brien and literally anyone Shinsuke Nakamura I mean I think this was kind of a waste by by, by this happening I mean it was almost like the Goldberg match it was like kind of trash But, whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully we don't see this again at Survivor Series. I don't need to see a Randy Orton vs. Kofi rematch. Not if it's going to end like this. But, highly disappointing. Personally, highlight of the evening though. No. The Fiend. Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Bray comes out to his old theme song, which is like a... Re- it's remixed. And it sounds super cool. He's coming out in this dark leather jacket with these, like, red and black striped pants. This mask that looks so evil. And it it, it definitely, like, scares the kids for sure. Um, but uh, Bray went to set up the sister Abigail and then... He 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 was like looking conflicted the entire match. He's grabbing his head. He's like, you know, fighting between Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, and it's like the Fiend keeps coming out, and he can't control the Fiend when he's out. And after he's struggling to uh, to do the Sister Abigail, um, Balor used the that opening to go ahead and and scrum up a, a pinfall, but couldn't do it. And um, ends up getting what Bray brings back as the Mandible Claw. So shout out to mankind. Bray just catches uh, Finn with the Mandible Claw. Finn doesn't know what to do. He takes him down. Fingers are down the throat and um, he, he he basically puts Finn to sleep. Referee counts him one, two, three and, and that was it. Uh, the lights go out and then Bray's music plays and it's kind of like him like a, like a demonic laugh and he, he disappears up to the top of the ramp looks back Undertaker style and that was it so uh, it's fantastic to see Bray Wyatt back I don't know what they're going to do with him put him on Smackdown um, I don't know but he's by far the best thing that they got going on their show right now Next to uh, the Velveteen Dream on NXT. Again, another B match. I mean, nothing really got an A to me, I think. Um, There were a couple Cs, but whatever. It just wasn't... uh... It was was tough to watch after you watch an NXT pay-per-view. I mean, I think everyone knows that by now. That's an NXT fan. Last but not least, your Universal Championship... Seth Rollins versus your champion, Brock Lesnar. Now, this was a hellacious match. Brock suplexing and body slamming uh, Rollins. Uh, Rollins hitting Brock with multiple curb stomps. Super kicking Brock Lesnar outside onto the Spanish announce table. And then... Frog splashing from the top rope onto Brock through the announce table, but it just it just wasn't enough for uh, for Brock. He he gets he throws Brock back inside. Brock tries to hit him with an F5, gets out of the F5, hits him with a curb stomp. Brock gets up, hits him with another curb stomp. One, two. Three and the Beast Slayer Seth Rollins is your new WWE champion and that was a, a, a pretty good match probably I mean looking back at it between that match and the Ricochet um, AJ Styles match best two matches of the night match of the night I'll give to AJ Styles I'll give to Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar they brought it they brought it Ricochet and AJ Styles, they're runners-up for damn sure. Um, Overall, I'll give SummerSlam a a B. I mean, there wasn't anything that really impressed me, minus Bray Wyatt. Um, The fact that Seth won... And the fact that they actually didn't run till 11. The show ended around 10.25, 10.30. So that was pretty nice. I didn't think that was going to happen, but they cut it short a little bit, which is always good because it was a long pay-per-view. And I knew they weren't going to have that Goldberg match go more than 10 minutes anyway. But overall, uh, A-plus for NXT TakeOver Toronto, uh, a B for SummerSlam 2019 and let's see what they bring us on Monday Night Raw tomorrow or tonight. Let's see what they bring us to uh, on SmackDown tomorrow and NXT following that. Um, this is your boy, C-Money. I appreciate y'all for listening to me. Please follow me on uh, Instagram, cmoney.exe for sports breaking news. You can follow me on Twitch. Dot tv backslash mr july 4 for uh any uh let's plays right now i just uploaded one earlier me playing call of duty black ops getting ready for uh the new modern warfare that's coming out in october um and i recently just got fire emblem and uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 for the nintendo switch so i will be streaming those uh within this week um and i am currently uh playing a game called dauntless it is a free to play role-playing action game and it is similar to Monster Hunter if you've ever uh, had a chance to play Monster Hunter. Last but not least, you can find your boy, uh, Victoria Sports Podcast on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Um, I appreciate y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all for watching me on uh, Twitch and on my YouTube. Oh, YouTube, uh, Mr. July 4 uh, youtube.com backslash MrJuly4. Upload all my uh, Twitch videos to that so everyone can catch that. But uh, until the next time, everybody, peace and love. This is your boy C Money, and I'm out.